This weekend begins a series of Gospels in the Church's liturgical calendar, all dealing with the Eucharist. This week and the next four weeks after all come from John chapter 6. And they contain some of the most beautiful and eloquent passages on the Eucharist written in all of Scripture. There is a mountain of theology contained within just this one chapter of John's Gospel. John 6 begins with the multiplication of the loaves as we just heard uh, moments ago. And after seeing this miracle, the people who were there were intrigued by Jesus. They wanted to hear more from him. And so what does he do? He begins to teach them in his famous bread of life discourse that goes on really for the rest of John chapter 6. So the Eucharist is really the theme for today and the next four weeks. So, for lack of a better word, I have to pace myself over the next couple weeks because I would have nothing to preach for the next month if I were to preach everything I knew about the Eucharist for you tonight. So apologies up front. Yes, the Gospels for the next foreseeable future are all about the Eucharist. We have this, again, this miracle in the Gospel, this first reading, which alludes to the multiplication of the loaves and fishes, sort of foreshadows it in the Old Testament of God providing food for the hungry. And then we have this second reading that is seemingly unrelated. But I want to focus a little bit on that second reading and sort of apply it to the Eucharist. I want to focus on one line in particular from St. Paul, where St. Paul said to us, I, Paul, urge you to live in a manner worthy of the call you have received. And for our purposes today, I think we could probably better state it as I, Paul, urge you to live in a manner worthy of the gift that you have received. Paul wants each of us to be worthy of the gifts and the callings that we have received from God. That goes without saying. And the Eucharist, brothers and sisters, is the greatest gift that our Lord can give to us. It's the greatest gift that you and I have ever received. So tonight I want to kind of reflect on our worthiness in receiving the Eucharist and maybe how we approach the Eucharist. The primary disposition or the primary quality that should inspire us, or rather be the primary quality that is there when we approach the Eucharist, is that of reverence and of piety. Piety is a reverence for the things of God. Eucharistic reverence and Eucharistic piety is so important for us, brothers and sisters. It's important for us to show reverence to God's greatest gift. We must show the highest honor and reverence to the greatest gift that our Lord can give us. And there are many ways that as Catholics, whenever we come to Mass, we show our reverence, we show our honor, we show our piety for the most holy Eucharist. But it is good for us to be reminded of them from time to time. Because it is so easy to take the Eucharist for granted, whether we're here every week or even every day. We should receive the Eucharist often. That is a good thing, but as human beings, we know that even that can become routine once in a while. So it's good for us to rediscover the gift of Eucharistic reverence. So some examples. The first way that we can be reverent for the Eucharist comes in preparing our souls, preparing ourselves for Mass itself. As many of us know, the Church asks us to fast, for one hour before Mass, with the exception of water and medicine, of course. This is to prepare our soul for receiving the Eucharist, and so we prepare our bodies. 
Our bodies and souls go together. We should prepare our soul and we should prepare our body for receiving this most holy of gifts. Another way that we show reverence to the Eucharist is how we dress at Mass and how we present ourselves. The term Sunday best had to get its name from somewhere, and normally that would come from how we dress at Mass. And so our clothing and, how, and our appearance should befit the solemnity of what we are here to celebrate every time we are here. Now, I know that circumstances can sometimes change things. As a kid, there were many evenings where me and my dad were rushing to Mass after a doubleheader on the baseball field, and I had to come to Mass in my baseball uniform. That happens. Life happens. That's okay. But for the most part, we should make a good effort to try to present ourselves well for Mass. Circumstances, yes, can change, and that happens. But for the most part, let us try to dress reverently and nicely for Mass. It's a good thing and good way for us to prepare for receiving the Eucharist. Another good reminder for us is that we ought not to receive the Eucharist if we have any serious sin on our souls. It's a very important teaching of the Church that if we do find ourselves in sin, we should go to confession first to be cleansed of our sin in order to receive the Eucharist worthily. And that goes for me too. If I want to offer Mass, if I want to receive the Eucharist, I need to go to confession first to be freed from any sins that I have. It goes for everyone here in the Church. And when it comes to the Eucharist itself, it's, a, it's good to remember that we're called to physically receive the host and the precious blood with reverence as well. Because the way that we receive the Eucharist shows or should show that it is more than just a wafer of bread. The Eucharist is God. So the church asks us before we come, as we are approaching the minister with the sacred host, that we make a reverent bow before receiving our, the, the Eucharist. Again, to show reverence for this great gift. And then we can receive either on the tongue or reverently with our hands. And if it's on the hand, I always recommend a non-moving target. Uh, helps me out a lot. All right, so we use both of our hands to make a flat surface so the Eucharist doesn't fall off or get on the ground. And if we're not able to use both hands, I know a lot of times we're carrying kiddos or other things in our hands. It might be easier to receive on the tongue so we're not having to juggle and, again, possibly have the Eucharist got, fall on the ground, God forbid. It's always also good to remember that we don't take or grasp after the Eucharist. The greatest gifts are meant to be received with gratitude, not taken. It shows our gratitude and our reverence for the gift itself when we receive it physically rather than taking it. And for me even, that's part of the reason why, if you notice after communion, I hold my hands kind of like this. Some of you have probably wondered that over the last year or so. Part of that is because sometimes I can get crumbs on my hand, and that's fine. But even the smallest crumbs of the Eucharist are still the Eucharist. And I know for me, I would rather have them stay on my hands rather than fall off somewhere. The Eucharist is that important. It's one of the ways that I try to show reverence for the Eucharist every day. And maybe even after we receive communion, to pray and thank God for the great gift of the Eucharist, either in our pews or in our seats. And to pray during that time after communion and even after Mass. You know, one of my favorite prayers to pray after Mass is actually one of the prayers that's in the last page of our Missal. It's St. Thomas Aquinas' prayer after Mass. It's a beautiful, beautiful way to thank God for the great gift of the Mass and the great gift of the Eucharist. And it's always a good thing if we're able to stay after Mass for a minute or two to thank God for such a great gift. So all of these exterior things we do 
brothers and sisters, are there for us to interiorly enter the Mass and interiorly to enter into union with God in the Eucharist. So the Eucharist can actually have an effect in us well beyond just these 60 minutes of Mass that we spend each week. So today, brothers and sisters, may we renew our commitment to receiving the Eucharist with reverence, to receiving it worthily and with devotion. May we show our appreciation for this great gift that God gives to us each and every time we come to Mass. And may we, today and every day, live in a manner worthy of the gift we have received from our Heavenly Father.